probably won't surprise you, but reality of New Year's resolutions is 25% of us pull the ripcord and just give up after one week. Spend a little bit of time, sometime, maybe even a lot of time, thinking about what our New Year's resolutions are going to be. And just one week later, 25% of us say, you know what? Forget it. Forget the whole thing. I'm done. Two months later, 80% of us have given up, have abandoned, have lost hope, are just not going to do it. We, we think those were dumb resolutions in the first place, or I don't really want it that bad, whatever, whatever it is. 80% of us just say, fuck it. I'm done with it. No more. No mas. So why would I do that? Why would I set New Year's resolutions if 80% of people are not going to do it? So instead setting New Year's resolutions, I thought to myself, why not do some New Year's wishes? So in the spirit of that, with my new approach to New Year's, I wanted to write down for you, for me, for us, some New Year's wishes on these pieces of paper. Don't worry, I'm not going to read all of them or go through all of them. I'll just kind of give you some highlights. Some of them just are not uh, suitable for, for everybody, uh, for most people. Some are just for me personally. Who knows? But we'll just go through them. I wish for 2023... Here are my wishes, my New Year's wishes. I wish that everybody were kinder. I wish that we were nicer to one another. I wish I wish that I could eat pizza without getting a fat ass. Something else I wish. I wish that Tiger Woods would once again dominate the world of professional golf. I wish that drinking coffee would earn you money. I would be a rich, rich, wealthy man. Let's see. I wish that I could play guitar without taking any lessons or working towards doing it. I wish our politicians weren't such fuckheads. I bet you wish that one too. You probably wish the pizza one also. And there's probably also something that you would like to be able to do but have zero intention of actually doing it, like playing guitar, just on a side note, another one for me is calligraphy. I would like to be able to write calligraphy or do calligraphy. Do you do calligraphy or you write calligraphy? You write in a calligraphic style. Somebody can correct me on that. But there's no way I'm ever going to spend any time doing it or learning how to do it. So be curious as to what some of those that you have might be. Let's see. I wish that everybody would would embrace incremental change. While it is very, very possible for things to change rapidly, the majority of things in life demand slow and steady growth. They demand slow change. If you're trying to lose 30 pounds, you're going to lose it the same way you gain 30 pounds, which is a little bit every day for a good little while. Have you ever really thought about uh, how weight gain actually works? It's not like you just put on 20 pounds. It's no, you put on half a pound for, for you know, half a pound a month. And then two years later, well, that's, that's kind of how you get there. So incremental change is how we get, how we solve most problems, how we get to where we want to go. You ever heard, I don't know if it's a, it's like a, it's that whole thing about 
if you replace every board on a ship, every single board on a ship, is it a brand new ship? Well, that's really what incremental change is all about, is you are slowly but surely changing who you are. I've had on guests over this past year who have talked about getting 1% better, and I like that. I, I, I like the idea of working every day just to get a little bit better, and that 1% better idea, it's something that, that kind of sticks with you. So I wish people would also embrace that, to think about what can I do to get better today, and instead of comparing myself to somebody else or the people that are around me or whatever, I'm just trying to get better than I was yesterday. And I think that that's extremely possible, particularly for a person like me who is deeply flawed in so many different ways and requires improvement in so many different areas. That's a pretty low bar. So easy for me to be doing that. And then I got this idea about um, just sort of thinking about human being as a case study. And if over the course of 20 years, if this human being exercised for 20 minutes a day, or ran a mile every day and did a hundred push-ups every day and ate a healthy and reasonable, had a healthy and reasonable diet, whatever that diet might be. I'm agnostic. If you're into keto, you're a vegetarian, you're a vegan, you only want to eat meat. As long as you had a healthy diet or a healthy form of whatever diet you chose over the course of 20 years, would that human being be healthier or not healthier? And obviously, that person would be healthier. And that person is you. We get so wrapped up in living our lives in the day-to-day that, and we also kind of forget that 20 years is going to go by a lot faster than we expect it to. Um, Getting older is a very, very abstract thing until you start getting a little bit older and you recognize, oh my gosh, um, these things do take time. And embracing incrementally the work that I can be doing on a daily basis is the way that you will tackle problems. So, got a little long-winded on that one. I wish people would embrace incremental change and recognize that that is the way to do it. I also wish that people would behave as though they were worthy of doing that incremental change. Because the things I just described, we're exercising for 20 minutes a day or running a mile every day or doing 100 push-ups every day, that's that's not easy. But we've all sort of agreed that that creates a healthy person over the long term. So I wish that you, that everybody, myself included, would embrace that and embrace that I am worth being a healthy person. I am worth the sacrifices of time and attention or whatever it is that will help me to actually do that. So I wish that for you. I wish that that each of us had a greater sense of urgency, very much related to um, the last one, because we do tend to think about time as very abstract, but the reality is, is life is too short not to be treating ourselves like we're worthy of um, being treated well. And it's also way too long to not treat ourselves in a, a way that's going to benefit us now, but also over the long term, because you are 100% worthy of that. 
You're worthy of being a healthy person. You're worthy of feeling good every day. And therefore, adopting those small, healthy habits, mix in sleep, mix in some form of health care, self-care, self-care. That was uh, a merger of self and health, self-care. So doing all of those things, you are 1,000% worthy of that. And it's essential that we get started on those things because it's all going to get here sooner than we realize that it's going to get here. And I wish that we would all pursue personal excellence more. And this is for me as much as it is as it is for everybody else. I think that personal excellence is the only way that we're going to get through all the problems that we're experiencing. So it's the way through and personal excellence is the way forward. We, you and I are keenly and acutely aware of all the problems that are going on in the world. There's a lot of them and there's more. There's so many problems that you and I are not even aware of. And there's just constantly more and more and more and more problems. I just listened to the Joe Rogan podcast about um, about cobalt and how essentially the Congo has 90% of the world's cobalt. And cobalt is necessary for anything with a battery. So think your telephone that you're using, your, your iPhone, your Android device, your electric car that we're all eventually going to be driving, uh, all of it. And because of that, the conditions for getting the cobalt out of the ground are atrocious. It's essentially human slavery going on in the worst possible conditions. And because we're all using iPhones, we're all driving electric cars, we are complicit in these in in in, in, in all this horrible stuff. So the whole thing here is I didn't know about that. I didn't realize the atrocities that were going on right now. Like literally as we speak, there are children who are digging in a cobalt mine with their hands for all intents and purposes. So if we wrap ourselves up and we let and, and, and we get ourselves all twisted up, constantly worrying about all the problems that we're aware of and then all the new ones that are coming along, we'll never get anything done. All you you and I can do is do the best that we can and tend to the parts of our garden that we can reach. It's a very famous Jack Cornfield quote. If each, and each, if each and every one of us did that, if we had pursued personal excellence in our own in our own lives and got our own acts together, got our own houses in order, and then we started helping our families, and then we moved on to our communities, and then our cities and our states and everything else, that's the solution to all of this. So the most actionable thing is to get cracking on those New Year's resolutions and or your New Year's wishes, whatever those might be, and to pursue personal excellence and greatness. Next, I wish that everybody would stop giving a shit when anybody thought about them. And this is 100% for me because I fancy myself a thoughtful person. So I'm constantly overanalyzing. Well, what are people going to think about what I say about this? And I shouldn't say shit or fuck in podcasts because I don't want people to be offended or turned off by that, even though that's language that I commonly use. So there is a term in fighting in combat sports where 
it will be getting towards the end of a fight. Let's say it's a five round fight and it's been very, very close or one of the fighters is behind. So he's losing the fight and he's got one more round to get out there and try to win. And his coaches or his corner, the people in his corner will say, got to let your hands go. And so I think that in my mind, and that simply means start punching, go for broke, lay it all on the line. Don't hold back. Don't leave anything on the field. Let your hands go. So oftentimes when you do that, you're you're pursuing more offense than you are defense and you leave yourself exposed. But you're already losing. So therefore, leave it out there. Let, let your hands go. That's really what I'm talking about doing here is when we stop being so concerned about what other people are going to think about us, then we hold everything back and it prevents us from really being the person that, that we are or the person that, that, that we want to be. Where are you playing small in your life that is preventing you from doing the things that you want to do, from trying things you want to try, throwing it out there? Let your hands go. Again, earlier, you got one crack at life. Life is way too short, way too long to be walking around on eggshells and tiptoeing around, worrying about what everybody else is going to think about you. Let your hands go. Let's see. Ah, a little bit more on that. Stop tolerating other people's bullshit. Just stop doing it. I remember when I was a teenager. And one of the people in my friend group, it would just annoy me to no end the way this person behaved. And another one of our friends would say, well, that's just so-and-so being so-and-so. And And I thought, well, that's really dumb. Um, Like life is, again, way too short, way too long to tolerate other people's BS, particularly if it's negatively impacting you. So stop putting up with other people's bullshit. Life is way too short. I wish you and everybody else, me, would stop being offended by what other people say. I wish people would stop being stop pretending to be offended by things other people say. I wish that we would remember the thing we used to say when we were kids. A couple things. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Remember that one? And here's another one. You're rubber, I'm glue. What you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. I never read that book, Everything I Need to Know in Life. I learned in kindergarten, but I imagine, I imagine there's wisdom contained in that book along those lines. Today, I mean, today, it's been going on for a long time now. It's cancel culture bullshit, thought police, trigger warnings, aggressions, microaggressions, macroaggressions, big aggressions. Um, Again, life is way too fucking short to, to be doing that, to be doing that to one another. So I wish people would stop that. Stop being offended by what other people say. Stop pretending to be offended by what other people say. It's just words. Move along. Mind your own business. Go about your day. I wish that.
I wish that people remind remembered. I wish that we knew. If we don't know, I wish that we knew, and I wish that we remembered that we each have choice. It's a superpower that you get to choose how you're going to think, respond, behave to the circumstances in in your life. I know, you know, that we don't have very much control over the things that happen to us, but we have absolute control, 100% control over how we respond. And that is a legitimate superpower. So we need to exercise that. I wish we would exercise that more. Stop being so affected by the words, behaviors, anything else. We have the ability to choose. I wish that people would spend some time thinking about these questions. I wish people would know what their break-even number was. Do you know what your break-even number is? Do you know what your monthly expenses are? So that's really what your break-even number is. Discovered that most people don't know that. So I wish most people knew what their break-even number was. I think that that would go a long ways in helping people have greater peace of mind, particularly around money. So I wish that people knew that. I wish that people would spend a little bit of time thinking about what a great day looks like for them. The only way to live how you want is to know how you want to live. So I wish that you would spend, that everybody would spend a little bit more time thinking about what do I want my life to look like? How do I want to be spending my time? What do I want to be doing? And then take that one step further. I wish that people would think about what freedom really means to them. I need to credit the great Jamie Hopkins, who was just a guest on the podcast, um, who wrote a wonderful book. Um, it's called Find Your Freedom. And that's one of the questions that when we were talking on the show the other day, he brought up. So I want to credit Jamie and I want, I wish that everybody thought and asked themselves that question. What does freedom mean to you? This is a really, really, really powerful thing. And then I guess almost finally, a couple more, <laughs> a couple more. I wish that, 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 that you would play it out. I wish that you would play out everything you're doing in your life. What is your current, your current behaviors, what are they guaranteed to get you? Your current financial behaviors. What, just play it out 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now, what are you going to end up with? What is your current diet, your current exercise program guaranteed to get you? Is it going to get you where you want to go? Or is it going to get you nowhere fucking close to what you want? I wish you would think about that. So think about that for every aspect of life, your relationships, your family, your community involvement, the way you treat other people, the way you're, you're eating, the way you're exercising, the way you're spending money, the way you're saving or investing money or not at all. Just play it out. What is What are your behaviors guaranteed to get you? Think about that. And then finally, I wish that you would and me, I wish we would all ask ourselves, is this the life that I want to bring with me into the next year? Is this the body that I want to bring with me 
into 2023, into 2025, into 2033, into 2043, into 2053. If it's not, we'll do something about it. Again, you're worth it. You're able, assuming that you have the physical ability to exercise and to push yourself away from the dinner table or to stop snacking or whatever it might be, to stop your bad habits. Ask yourself that. Is this the body that I want to bring me with me into the next stage of my life? For me, the answer was definitively no. And I've been working really, really, really hard over the past 12, 15, 12, 15 months. I've been exercising a lot more. Uh, I've been eating a lot better than just working hard to not snack and lots of different stuff. And I'm going to spend some more time talking about that in the new year, um, at least once a month, just giving updates on where I'm at with some of my some of my wellness habits and, and routines, and probably more for me than it is for anybody else, just from an accountability standpoint. So that's maybe the final one. I wish that each and every one of us had more accountability in our lives, because that is to degree the glue that holds a lot of change together, because change is really, really hard. It's really hard, if not impossible, to do change on our own. I think that we all intellectually know a lot of things. I intellectually understand that I need to spend less money than I make. I need to, I intellectually understand I need to not eat foods that are terrible for me. And I know what foods are terrible for me. I know I shouldn't drink a lot. I know that insert this, that, and the other thing. I shouldn't do things that are bad for me. So the glue such a big piece and actually closing that behavior gap between what I intellectually know and then what I actually do is accountability. So having somebody around, and it can be many people, it could be in every different thing that you're trying to get better at or improve, having somebody to help hold yourself accountable and hold you accountable and vice versa. You can help hold them accountable in different aspects of their life. That's nothing but a really, really positive thing. Finally, I wish and hope that you have an amazing 2023, and I hope that 2023 is your best year yet. Remember, do your part by doing your best.